In Indiana, we just go out and lick a cow and then lick our own corn. <laughs> oh, wow. It's free. <laughs> no, you, I'm pretty sure you don't actually do that. Nope, we really don't. Nope. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Tim Cockroach, a podcast by listeners of The Incomparable about The Good Place. Here with me, I have Sarah Garner. Hi! Rachel Allman. Hey, everyone. And Andrew Pontius. Greetings. So to start, we're going to do a small recap, as we are the one to do, uh, of this episode that's called Employee of the Bury Me. So... Vicky is trying to torture Janet with her Michael suit to lackluster results. On the B-plot, Eleanor plans to move the humans to a lake house to ease the strain on Derek. Tahani is supposed to entertain, but she has something else in mind, and when Chidi turns out to have stayed in his home, she jumps into the opportunity to help. They talk to Chidi and convince him to play in a 4,000 puzzle hidden in the home, while Derek continues to malfunction. Instigated by Tahani, he self-resets, causing everyone in the neighborhood to collapse, giving them an opportunity to sneak Chigi back into the lake house, where he kisses Simone and breaks Eleanor's heart. Tahani discusses her frustrations with Eleanor, who comforts her and encourages her. Meanwhile, on the A-plot, Michael and Jason are on the way to rescue her. Michael gives back to Jason his old memories, in the hope he can learn from his mistakes. They slip into Demon Con and play the role of Vicky and Glenn on Michael and Jason's suits, with the plan of being allowed to visit Janet with the pretense of torturing. But Sean has something else in mind and brings her on stage. Jason's poor performance as a torturer gives away the game to Janet that he's the real deal and she plays along. Right when they're going to depart the bad place unnoticed, Vicky comes on, ta- on stage with her suit and Michael gives an impassionate speech about their role in the universe and blows up a couple of demons, including Vicky, using Bad Janet's truth detector. Taking advantage of the demons' belief that all of this is just a great show for Demon Con and to the dismay of Sean, they get away and destroy the bridge. So, what do you think about this episode? <laughs> Oh, I I liked this episode. I liked the plot in the bad place. It was nice to sort of see Michael struggling with the return to the bad place this time. I liked his, you know, being scared of being there. I thought that was some good character development for him. And it was nice that they sort of addressed what we've been feeling about Tahani this season. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. Like, of course she wants something to do. We all want her to have something to do. Um, So far, if I'm thinking through the season, I think this might be my favorite episode. Um, Mostly because I feel like we got a little bit of each of the main characters and it all melded really well together outside of the new people who just kind of got pushed to the side again, mostly. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the people we care about most, we got enough of each of them. I see what you mean. Um, I, I actually felt like there were some misses in this episode because um, I didn't, there, there were like some, some good parts of scenes where I thought that they, they had a, they had a chance to go pretty deep with these characters, but I'm not sure I, I saw them actually do it. Um, so like with, uh, with Janet, like for me, the big, the best scene in the whole uh, episode was 
when Janet was seeing Jason talk. And so it was one of these sort of two-layered things where Jason was talking and he was doing his, you know, relatively bad job of it, as he always does. But then, so that seemed like, oh, that was Gwen talking about Jason. But then Janet noticed that it was, you know, realized it was actually Jason. They had, I don't know, that really worked for me. But then that was really, really brief because after that, they kind of went through the whole shenanigans with Vicky. And, you know, I like Vicky as a character, but I don't think that confrontation really did much character-wise for anybody. That was just another bit of plot for them to go around. Um, so, and then I also, I don't know, like, it, I, I, I am glad that, that Tahani got more plot and got more chance to do things, but I I don't necessarily like where they're going with her. Like, the whole thing with Tahani in the first season was she was this socialite, and she was, like, good at it, but she was jealous of her sister and very shallow. And to now kind of turn it around and say, well, that is like she's like the being good was all she was like the the thing that the thing that was her her challenge was being jealous of people. And now that seems to be gone. I I don't know. I just it felt like they were felt to me, at least like they were simplifying her for the sake of the plot, for the sake of this season in a way that wasn't as interesting to me as her original portrayal in seasons one and two were, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Well, they did move forward a lot of things. It felt very ham-fisted, and uh, the kind of plot that we got seemed more like a first pass of a draft rather than a complete episode of The Good Place that has uh, the kind of great screenwriting that we always love. It felt to me like baby the good place episode, <laughs> and and uh, as well the characters all seemed uh, a little bit too basic and simple to what we're expecting really. Uh, uh, Tahani's uh, role, as as Andrew says, is is just too too simplified, and uh, Jason and Michael they solve their situation in a very first grader way in a way they don't really do much they just show up and grab janet and leave i mean that wasn't a super master plan or anything they're they're all a lot simpler than than i was expecting and everything seemed to go very fast. Maybe the way that they were able to have all of the characters get enough screen time was to really water it down. Um, I I get what you're saying. I think I think part of what I liked about it to keep them all pretty evenly on the screen is also maybe why they had to cut corners to make things just kind of go quicker and easier. So I get it. Um, I did write down a lot of jokes though. I think this one's pretty funny. I also think they used Derek well in this episode. They haven't always, but I liked what he, his struggle with trying to control, it seemed realistic and they didn't put him in too much, which they could have done. Well, when he was, when he was trying to overcome the, the, the defense mechanism of the button, right? Which is that you, what is the, it's like, you think you're going to die or you have to plead that plead with whoever's going to do it, that they shouldn't do it. And so he had to do that with himself because he was trying to go press the button. <laughs> and finally he just said, no, no, I'm just going to, what, what did he really do? Was he just sort of distracting himself to go get the button? Was that the idea? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
because it was a funny scene, but I, I didn't quite get, I didn't quite get it. So yeah, I thought that, that they should have done a little bit more struggling before finding a solution. It felt too easy. It went very quick. Yeah, but, yeah. But that actor is so he, you know, he can, he he can make yeah. Well, well, the other thing where he was like, well, this is kind of joke machining, but you know, the thing with the the Scrabble tiles in the in the wine glass. It's just, he just, oh my, the physical comedy in this was, was pretty good. Yeah. And I think I get like wanting to see more of Derek struggling with the plunger, but that's also something we've seen before is people struggling with the plunger with Janet and, you know, other times. So I feel like just, it would just be rehashing it if they had him struggling over and over again with it. Sure. But it's Derek struggling with himself. I feel like that's a worthy twist that deserves the... 30 seconds of screen time that it missed. I'm not saying like make it a, a five minute scene, but I'm saying maybe maybe make him try one more time before succeeding. When there were a bunch of scenes like that, I mean, we kind of talked about it, but there were a bunch of scenes that felt really short, like the scene where Tahani is waiting around for Derek to have done it and then everybody falls over and then she says something like finally or whatever. And you know, that's like five seconds when she does it and that's, just kind of connective tissue to to move things along, but it felt like there were a bunch of scenes like that. Even even some of the cheaty scenes felt like they were they were pretty quick with him. Although I did really like Eleanor thinking on her feet to make up a cheaty puzzle, which is just basically cheaty overthinking things. <laughs> that was yeah. that was quite clever to do that. Like he he can still do that forever. That seemed like a parenting move to me. <laughs> like something yeah, I would right? do for yeah. Ellie, like if she's really bothering yeah. me, yeah. So yeah. this is what we're doing now. Yeah. Oh, and I was just going to say, like the the scenes that seemed shortest, I think, are still the ones with the people who we don't really care about. Um, like they introduced that whole lake house just to kind of leave it. <laughs> who knows if, you know, we're probably never going to see any of those scenes. And if we're supposed to be caring about how those people are getting along, like... That's just happening off screen. Yeah, that's that's fine. But I still think that the, the plot was a bit uh, underthought. <laughs> For example, what happened with Glenn? Why did they take him to the bad place? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was did wondering he come that. back? Like, did they leave him there? Could, is that where, he, you know, were they bringing him back to leave him in the bad place? That's where he belonged? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. Well, and that, I thought he yeah. was giving them directions or something or trying to help them out. Well, Jason seemed to understand him, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> I really, yeah, that, that was a funny bit. Well, and then, but then they didn't bring back Bad Janet. Bad Janet's going to stay there. So I think we're going to get scenes with Bad Janet and Good no, Janet. Bad, yeah. 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 Right. In the same way we got scenes with, you know, uh, uh, Vicky as Michael and Michael, we're going to get scenes with the Bad and the Good Janets, you know, duking it out somehow. Oh, and then the, the, well, and again, this is a joke machine, but, uh, has any, has, has anyone opened a bottle on good Janet? I don't think anyone's ever. <laughs> yeah. Don't Not that I remember. <laughs> Eleanor opens a bottle on, on bad Janet, like a Coke, a Coke bottle or something right. like that. Yeah. Well, we didn't it actually was a, see it, but yeah. Yeah. It was a glass bottle of tab. I noticed, <laughs> which fits in Mindy's, uh, 80s oh, style house. Okay. <laughs> Tab is the medium placed soda. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like this could have been easily a, a two-parter. 
it would have benefited from some error. That, that actually may have worked a little better, too, where we could have gotten some more character development or, you know, seen Michael struggle a bit more, um, spend more time in the bad place because it's nice to see it there. Um, but it probably just means that they don't have enough episodes to yeah, yeah. be able to do that. Got more, got more stuff planned that they want to get through. Yeah, I feel like if there's going to be a pacing problem with the final season, I'd rather it be that they squeeze a little too much in than that we have episodes that feel like filler. So, I don't know. I, In principle, I, I agree, but I feel like this episode, because of the speed of everything, it takes it takes gravity from everything. It feels like everything is going to be solved easily and I, I never felt like Michael and and Jason were in danger or or that uh, Chidi was going to find out about uh, the bad, the good place being run by Derek. I didn't feel like there was any kind of risk and it really seemed from the beginning to end that like that uh, Janet was going to come back unscathed and nothing was going to come from it. So it felt like because they did everything in such a fast-paced way that the episode ends up being throwaway and the filler because yeah. nothing changes. Yeah, like there have been times when like um, they were kind of building up to uh, Eleanor being like like being overconfident. What was that? Even, even like that was like last episode, right? Or even maybe before that where it felt like in that episode she was being overconfident and she was going to get, you know, something was going to go really wrong. And even though that didn't quite happen, it still felt good to have that a bit of a sense of menace going through the episode that, well, she's doing something bad and, and there's some tension going on there with that. And, and yeah, we didn't really feel, I didn't feel that with, with this episode. Yeah. It did feel like, like, like we were gliding a little bit. Um, then, and they've done better than that in the past. So, but the other, the other bit is when, when Eleanor is, uh, you know, what is Eleanor kind of learning is she, this time around? She, she's still kind of tap dancing around and trying to make everything work. And that, I felt that was kind of good, maybe not necessarily development for her, but more of seeing her as a leader and seeing her sort of keep things together, even when she doesn't feel like she could. Like, I, I do hope that that um, gets paid off, that somehow or another she's you know either rewarded for it or she's shown that she can do more ambitious things later on because she's been uh enduring these trial by fire experiences over and over even if everybody else really kind of kind of hasn't like you know like jason doesn't really change this episode well jason never really changes but you know they kind of had the 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 chance to make him a little different when he gets his memories back and they didn't really do that they just kind of used it for more jokes, which is fine because it's Jason. But, you know, okay, so Jason doesn't change and Tahani doesn't really change and Chidi is Chidi. And so, you know, that kind of leaves Eleanor to, to do something a little, to grow a little bit. So Yeah. And she always feels like she's in control. She never seems out of whack or, or biting more than she can chew. And that kind of takes away from the episode for me. Oh yeah, I, I thought she. It seemed like she was decently overwhelmed this episode. Still, you know, she was waiting to, to when Michael was going to come back. But no, I, I can see what you're thinking. You can see the situation where everyone in the medium place 
falls over and um, and uh, she immediately takes that as an opportunity to fix another thing. She doesn't uh, drop in crisis mode or anything. She's like, okay, you fucked up, but I can fix it. Like, I have an idea. And she's always, she always has an idea immediately. She's never doubting herself or anything. And I feel like that's not consistent with the, the Eleanor that we know. A bit cartoony, if that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of felt that way when she gave Tahani the pep talk, where it's like she's telling her that uh, you're you knowing where your forks and spoons go. I don't know how to do that, like, and that could come in handy or whatever. I don't know. It just seemed like maybe she was a little bit patronizing to Tahani, um, and not in like a, a intentional way, just kind of like a. Yeah, you're useful too, Tahani, where, you know, I mean, Eleanor basically did everything single-handed <laughs> this week. So, you know, she was just trying to help her friend, but I don't know. Uh, it, If not for all the missteps that Tahani made, then I guess there wouldn't have been too many obstacles this week. Um, I did, I you know, I did think there was a little bit of risk, you know, with Chidi not making it through. I kind of thought at first, like, oh no, he's he's going to come out of his room and see all this crazy stuff, and then they're going to go that direction. Um, you know, with him, like, what's going on? Right. And yeah. that could have mm-hmm. been interesting. I also kind of thought that when um, Vicky showed up in the Michael suit and they had the little confrontation, that that might not happen this week, but that we may end up seeing the um, result of that with Judge Jen, that like she reviews what happened in that confrontation and that shoe drops later. But I don't know, I could be wrong. Yeah, but I feel like if they were going to bring the judge on this matter, it would have showed up before. Doing it after they went to the bad place to rescue Shannon feels like, okay, so they did something wrong, but you people infiltrated their organization and kidnapped their kidnapped someone and killed two people. I mean, you're not exactly <laughs> doing the moral thing. <laughs> well, and now, now the good guys are the ones who are holding a hostage. The, yeah. the, the bad place people are no longer, you know, technically doing anything wrong. Yeah, that's that's kind of my point. I mean, once you you pay the you pay them with the same coin and you don't notify the authority, then you're also in the wrong. So, I wouldn't expect them to bring it. No, I just I just figured that maybe that comes back as like footage that she rewinds at some point and says like, "Now what about this, guys?" But not, you know, that's not true. in this episode. I'm sure that she'll be back at some point to tally everything up and, you know, judge. <laughs> right. No, I think it's a good point that they, if they do start having to plead their case in front of Jen, again, Judge Jen, that, that yeah, all this, there's a lot of footage that can be taken out of context to be used against them. So, yeah, no, it's a good point. Um, although I also think that if they had just, if, if uh, Michael had just thought to zap Sean, they could have had like two or three months without Sean interfering in their experiment, which might have given them a bit of a leg up. So I was, I was, you know, thinking, just shoot Sean, shoot Sean, but nope, nobody did. Yeah. That. 
it's too close to the end of the final season for them to get rid of Sean. Yeah. Oh, well, definitely. Sean's too entertaining to get rid of yet. <laughs> I don't mind if Vicky's gone, but don't take Sean. <laughs> yeah, that, that felt... I mean, in a real world, I, I think they will probably sap Sean and not doing it just doesn't feel very realistic. It It took me out a bit. There were a lot of things in this episode that took me out of the episode and made me think... Okay, this is them trying to get this thing solved so that they can do something different next episode and they don't want to do anything that will affect the flow of the episodes. We're not going to make Chidi realize that he's something that something weird's going on. We're not going to make Sean explode. We're not going to uh, have something unfortunate happen in the bad place and have them be captured or something. It all felt a bit too easy. I will say that when Michael gave his speech and mentioned that even demons can change and that Sean knows it deep down and we cut to Sean's face and he looks a little taken aback, that did seem a little cheesy to me. Like, they're setting it up that that he's interested in redemption and he believes that deep down he can too, you know. Of everybody, you wouldn't think Sean would make that face. It just, it didn't feel Aaron. Well, I was wondering if, if that will lead at some point to sort of a rebellion in the bad place where enough of the demons there decide to also sort of take Michael's side and and want to do things differently. And then that that's part of, again, sort of the resolution of the of the whole season that, um, that you know, all of the good place and the bad place sort of come together and, and both are part of changing things around somehow. Um, yeah, the rock monster belongs in the good place. <laughs> that will be interesting to see, but this episode kind of took away my faith in the writers to think that they can do it gracefully. I don't know. I'm down on the episode, yeah. guys. It's not my favorite. Maybe you need your memories of this episode taken away so yeah. that you can uh, <laughs> perform your role in the in the next one. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It all can change. They, they they are good at this. They can change things up and make it seem like nothing happened, which is kind of what's good and what's bad about this show. Well, do we want to move on to the joke machine then? Maybe get a, get a few laughs in? <laughs> sure. I think that's probably a good idea, <laughs> even though I don't have many, but... I will say before we get too far ahead, though, so there were some important things that have developed off screen. So Tahani got her memories back, but we didn't see that because Eleanor got hers back last season and Jason's with his and Chidi doesn't have his yet. But knowing that that didn't happen in front of us, that's kind of a wasted opportunity considering Tahani doesn't have much to do ever. Um, and then Simone and Chidi's relationship seems to have progressed off screen too. And that's one of the things that are, that's supposed to be making Eleanor really tortured this season. So just seeing the little bits of that, I don't know. It seems like we're kind of missing out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's fair. It, it really has been doing that kind of stuff. They, they have been jumping from episode to episode and 
taking a, a whole bunch of time in the middle. Last episode, they they skipped like three months. So and it it's sort of sad that Jason gets his memories back just to learn what not to do, which is the way Michael phrases it. Like I I gave you your memories back so that you would not do the things that you would normally do, and that's the only reason. <laughs> Wait, Javier, did you say they skipped three months? Yeah. Because Eleanor said to Chidi that he'd been in the ba- in the good place for a month during this episode. So I'm now I'm confused. Mm, maybe I'm getting my numbers wrong, or maybe they, she just said whatever. I don't know. But it felt to me, I think... I think it was three weeks. I think they said three weeks the last time around. Okay. Because that was that, where... That makes a little more sense. When, when they were saying... Oh, it's been three weeks and we've just had a really bad couple of weeks. I think that's what happened in the last episode. So so the math does add up if you say three weeks to to a month. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good point. Okay. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) No, that's okay. But I also noticed them like Simone Simone in this episode um, just seemed kind of real chill. And she's been seemed chill before, but that was when she thought that it was all a dream and now she, she just didn't seem to have any anything going on, right? You know, any any right? Yeah, so. yeah, like no conflict. Whereas she was the one who seemed to be endangering the group the most. Yeah, the one thing that she has going on is that she has been complaining about Brent every episode, pretty much. <laughs> That's yep. true. Yeah, it would be kind of nice to see, you know, again, probably not a whole episode structured around it, but as part of one of the plots, sort of them finally coming down to some sort of conflict and getting some things resolved. But we'll we'll see yeah. if they decide that's important enough to uh, to do. It looks to me like they're building up to a confrontation, so it's probably going to be part of it. I hope it's for something useful and not just to fill the time. Well, it's funny because we've been kind of talking about, you know, like with Brent and with John, like they need to improve um, and we don't necessarily need to see it, but it would have been nice to see little bits of it going on so that we know that progress is being made. We didn't really see that this episode with, with Brent, like, again, he's sort of trying to be better, I guess, because he thinks it's going to get him into the, the better place, but we didn't see any of that this episode, whereas even just a little bit of it might've been enough to 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 keep us string along and then John I'm still not exactly sure how they're going to make him a better person exactly especially cuz some of the ideas that Tahani had for him came when Bad Janet was there so uh well I guess we'll see how all that kind of resolves but I do think I don't really think they can just keep doing what they're doing and get to the end result that we want them to get to I think they're going to need to put more more effort into it some some something's going to have to change for both of those characters for for them to end up at the right in the spot. I think that, that they'll need to be for the, the, the good place folks to win. And uh, we'll see how that goes, I guess. I, you know, and I'm fine with if they have to do that in the future, but it would have been interesting if they had kind of set the exact thing in motion and then watched, have us watch it from episode to episode. And that doesn't seem to quite where they be, where they are with this. Although it kind of feels like they wanted that to be how it went, but they didn't quite, didn't quite manage it. So, Again, I expect there'll be another episode or two where we, we come back to those characters and we're, oh, here they are now, and here's how they got here. And that'll be fun. Yeah. But are you crazy, Andrew? Do you want 
more brand in this episode <laughs> that's already too crime with stuff. Well, that's the thing. Like when they put their mind to it, they can have really good character moments with with everybody, and and they you know and and I'm just I'm not seeing it with a lot of these characters, but I think. I don't know. And it's true. They might not be able to do it with the characters as currently written because Brent is just such a disaster, but they could have, like they could have done more. So I, I would agree that I think I would have liked this, you know, this episode, the season to be, to be a little better, to be more promising. Um, I'm still enjoying it, but, but yeah, it's a, uh, th- because there have been enough moments of promise with some of the characters that we do know more about. And, uh, I, you know, I know you can do it. It's again, it's sort of the parenting thing. Like, I know you can do it. Good place. Come on, come on. Just try a little harder. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, for sure. We can jump into the joke machine. Saying jumping makes it seem like I'm talking about a hot tub. Let's jump <laughs> into the hot tub joke machine. <laughs> yeah. What? What did people have for the joke machine? Well, I thought that it was funny. There were a couple of things in that first scene with Vicky where um, Janet was saying, it's not so much a joke, but like when Janet is telling Vicky, you know, that's not how Michael laughs. It's more of a delighted giggle. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. We do that a little standard. I thought that moment was a good showcase of Ted Danson, like kind of moving in and out of the character that I, I don't know, it, you get to be impressed with him every once in a while. Yeah. When then Janet also says, uh, it actually feels more like torture when you discuss your acting process. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it really, it really does. So, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like Jason had a lot of funny moments this episode. And, uh, especially when he said, uh, that he did, didn't want to go back to high school or couldn't go back to high school because of how he felt and because it was in cubes in the junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That took me a while to get, to get that. That was funny. Um, yeah. It's a tiny thing, but I like when Eleanor is explaining to, is, is telling uh, Tahani to serve mini sandwiches and Tahani's like, oh, no, no, no. You can serve that in Lake House, and then when they're at, when they're at the Lake House, Tahani is offering sandwiches, and she says, "Enjoy the full, full size, size sandwiches." Yeah. Like she, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was good. I uh, I liked that when Eleanor's describing the fun lo-fi activities that everyone gets to do. It's not really that well thought through. Uh, yeah. Like one of them's knitting and knitting. one of them's gardening and one of them is like a really nice vacation. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, you'd think they'd be able to see through, but they didn't. <laughs> and I thought I thought that was kind of funny. Well, like, it was setting, these are yeah. the things that you really miss about being human. It was setting up the joke about gardening that Brent... Yeah. yeah that was pretty Sunday much gardeners <laughs> felt pretty personal to me and yeah. my husband. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of us liked that joke. <laughs> <laughs> there were a bunch of demon con jokes. Um, what was it? We're in hour 52 of a 4,000 hour presentation on the future of torture and slide one of 7,000. Like, yeah, that, that sounds about right. I've been in, I've been in conferences like that. Yeah. Even <laughs> talking about torture is torturous. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, then that doesn't leave yeah. them any time to actually torture, you would think, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're in an infinite uh, time, Jeremy, bear me, or whatever. That's true. So. <laughs> That's true. What is time, anyway? 
Well, and what was the what was the award he got? Because that was the that was the name of the episode, right? Employee me of the Baramy. Employee of the Baramy, yeah. and one of the uh, pictures on the wall was of a panda. <laughs> I missed okay. that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I saw the bee monster, but I missed the panda. Yeah, in the whole like lineup of little frames of like you know, year one, year two, year three. One of them's a panda. <laughs> I'm surprised that the pictures were all of them in their human suits. That could have been very creative if they had uh, taken pictures of the demons. Yeah. I wonder how many of them were just writers for the staff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, does anybody know who Tahani was referring to when she was talking about her godfather? She, like, quoted a movie, but I couldn't figure out what movie it was from. I didn't get that, but... Tim did, and he left, and so I had him explain it to me. Apparently, Sean Connery is in a movie where he says, you're the man now, dog, in his, you know, Scottish accent or whatever, <laughs> okay. and that's what she's, that's what she's <laughs> okay. talking about. I, it's like, I'm, uh, like okay. I'm sure it was some famous actor, but I just didn't get it. That, that makes sense that Sean Connery would be one of her many godparents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beats me, but he knew it. He must have seen that movie. <laughs> Well, I was distracted by the next thing she said, which was "insert me in, Coach Man." And I was like, no, that's not that's not the saying. That's not how that goes. Oh, and all the times Tahani tried to help Eleanor with Chidi, you're going to find out the secret of the universe. And oh, well, that was just a unicorn dying, or no, somebody <laughs> stabbed a horse in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, not helpful, Tahani. Not helpful. She was uniquely terrible this this uh, this episode. And Chidi's reaction: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Chidi was so cute. He's all. The puzzle is like for fun oh, yeah. plus homework, which is a win-win. Like, oh, yeah, that is something he would think. Well, so he said, he said something like with the chair. He's like, the chair is my only safe zone. And even that has, you know, even the even that the arms are a little sharp. Just thought, you know. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yet he still thinks he's in the good place when he can have a chair that doesn't yeah. have sharp arms. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he doesn't yeah. think he deserves it, I guess. Poor Janet had to break Jason's heart again about Blake Bortles. And then about Nick Foles. I love that they added that. It seemed like they maybe added that yeah. by voiceover. And I love that yeah. they did that with the, he broke his clavicle. Ah. <laughs> Poor Nick Foles. Man. Good job, good place. <laughs> Knowing at least a few things about the Jaguars. <laughs> I, I have written down that um, Jason was about to say that something was a Molotov something. And he's like, it could have yeah. been a Molotov anything. You yep. don't know. Yep. <laughs> and then later, Janet's the one who blows something up. So I guess it was a Molotov Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, good point. When uh, Sean is describing torture with spiders for... Oh, yeah. And he talks about spiders getting bored. I, I thought that was nice. <laughs> that was that was yeah, cute. Yeah. Smacked Michael on the backside, thinking it was Vicky. Like, spin around for yeah. a switch hand, which is a Brent thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. And he didn't. He didn't twirl around. Not even a little. Nope, he did not. Yeah. <laughs> when all the all the little bits about everyone saying how bad Michael smells, and then him getting oh. yeah, offended by it. Those those were, those were cute little bits. I thought. The, the jokes, not the bits of Michael. Mm-hmm. 
Or demons, I guess, for that Demon, matter. Just yeah. bits everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Derek wasn't designed for this or anything. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> and that's supposed to be a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Jason telling Michael it was okay to feel or plead guilty. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was a moment of Jason growth. If we didn't think we had any, he w- he helped Michael. Fair enough. <laughs> I I did like that Jason was used as a way to torture Janet. I thought that was kind of clever. Um, that you know, yeah. she had to go through that. I thought that was smart. I liked. I liked that um, Michael, like, when cornered, just said, like, I'm Vicky, I'm terrible. And he's like, oh, yeah, you are. So that makes sense. Jason said something about Michael's plan going wrong. And he's like, this wasn't part of my plan. And he goes, oh, good. I thought you had a bad plan. (laughs) (laughs) I like that they thought that the Jason suit was a little bit too overboard on the cheekbones. cheekbones, Yeah. Yeah. that Yeah. That was adorable. Yeah. And that they thought it was a good idea to to have Glenn be Jason because get an idiot to play an idiot. <laughs> right. Poor Glenn. <laughs> Poor Glenn. Not, he's not even there. He's just goo. Yep. They're still they're still abusing him. Yep. Yeah. There's there's a tiny visual joke when they're they're entering the bad place and there's a sign that says, "You're now entering the bad place, population. Your mama." <laughs> Oh, I missed that. Yeah, no, I that, missed that. that I sense. saw the sign, but I missed the your mama <laughs> part. Um, I like the rock monster saying that the production value of Demon Con gets better every year. Better every year, yeah. Why does yeah. the rock monster have to be so adorable? I like the rock monster. Yeah, and then, it's nice. Because um, I guess probably because he reminds me of Korg from Ragnarok, that I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> well, he's kind of a lava monster, right? He's not really... A- like he's burning. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Lava. Rock, Rock Lava. monster yeah. fits in with my my B fifty twos, you know, sensibilities. So, I can, <laughs> is I can he sing the along. one that was named Todd in previous seasons? I, I feel I like we've seen right. him before. I know we've I, seen that creature. And I think him, his yeah. name was Todd, but I'm not certain. <laughs> well, he's the one who who uh, was in the wrong room. I think the wrong conference room. Yeah. So. I was just going to say, they gave John a good joke this week, which is that he likes a movie with gentle magic, and he like lists off all these movies, including one that I didn't know was really a movie, and it is. I didn't know if anybody else caught this, but he said that there's a uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar movie where she's a chef and her food tastes amazing because she cries in it. And I thought, well, that's random. Did they just make that up? And no, apparently that is actually a movie called Simply Irresistible. <laughs> so... You know, if you're not looking for the Sean Connery movie, maybe this one's up your alley. (laughs) Sarah Michelle Gellar has not had a lot of luck with movies since her Buffy career, I don't think. Any other fun little tidbits? I wonder if we're going to get a callback to Tahani welding at any point. That would be cool. Was there a welding joke in there? Yeah. Yeah. Eleanor said that that she'll be there for Tahani when she tries to better herself. Oh, wasn't there something about welding in like one of the one of the earlier seasons? I don't remember. Like it was one of the activities. Maybe there was. Oh, it was an activity for Sheedy, wasn't it? When they were, when Michael was torturing him by taking him around to all these different activities he was going to hate, and then I think <laughs> welding was one of them. Oh yeah. I mean that's he like three years ago now, to... but still. Anyway, no. Yeah, we'll see. It would be, it would be it would definitely be funny to to see uh, Tahani wielding a welding torch at some point in this season. 
Yeah. We'll see. I did wonder if when they said that Tahani's worth is to bring the new troops together to bond and form friendships, if we're actually going to see any of that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, it feels very throwaway. I want to thank my friends. Thank you, Andrew, for being here. You're very welcome. Have a good evening. Thank you, Rachel. Good night, everyone. And thank to you, Sarah. Thanks, Javier. Goodbye. Bye.